Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Cricket fans, a university in our region discusses bringing major league matches to the area. I'm Melissa Howell. We lost musician Christine McVie this week of Fleetwood Mac. We'll talk about it at 9:10. Georgia wins the SEC championship. It's now 9 o'clock. CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. I'm Peter King in Orlando. No doubt Georgia voters are worn down by the relentless ads for the Senate race, but those ads will end Tuesday when voters go to the polls to either re-elect Democrat Raphael Warnock or replace him with Republican challenger Herschel Walker. Correspondent Nicole Killian is in Atlanta. The focus here is really on driving people to the polls on Election Day next Tuesday. Now that early voting has ended, more than 1.8 million Georgia have already cast their ballots, and the state broke a record for the single biggest early voting turnout on Friday. Now, even though this race won't affect the balance of power in the Senate, voters tell me it does matter to them whether Democrats can pick up an extra seat to add to their majority or whether Republicans can hold the line at 50-50. The Labor Department job numbers show the American workforce resilient as the president faces labor-related challenges head-on. Here's CBS's Skylar Henry. It's a winning weekend for President Biden signing a bipartisan bill into law Friday, preventing a nationwide rail strike that would have knocked the U.S. economy off track. It was the right thing to do at the moment, to save jobs, to protect millions of working families from harm and disruption, and to keep supply chains stable around the holidays. Also Friday, the Labor Department released better-than-expected jobs numbers, with the U.S. adding 263,000 jobs. Speaking at the Reagan National Defense Forum, National Intelligence Director Avril Haines says parents should be concerned with their kids using TikTok because of China and other countries mining the data for their own use. It's extraordinary the degree to which China in particular, but they're not the only ones, obviously, are you know, developing just frameworks for collecting foreign data and pulling it in. Her heritage is Dutch, and this World Cup fan says the U.S. men's team had a good run until losing to the Netherlands 3-1. to Atmosphere was really good, and the USA played really well. So I feel sorry for them, but I'm glad Netherlands won. CBS's Roxana Saberi is in Doha. American fans here say they're proud of how the second youngest team at the World Cup represented their country on and off the field. Before this tournament, only one U.S. player on this team had experience at a World Cup. Now they'll go on to the next World Cup four years from now with even more talent and, importantly, experience. And that World Cup will be on home turf, co-hosted by the United States. Roxana Saberi, CBS News, Doha. Soccer legend Pele remains hospitalized with a respiratory infection, but on Instagram he says he's feeling strong with lots of hope and hopes his fans will stay calm and positive. This is CBS News. This fall, there are now updated COVID-19 booster shots designed for recent Omicron variants. Learn more and schedule your updated boosters at vaccines.gov. 903 on this Saturday night, December the 3rd. We've got 54 degrees right now in the nation's capital, falling to the upper 30s tonight.
Good evening, everybody. I'm Kyle Cooper. The top local stories that we're following for you this hour, a huge fire in southeast D.C. on the campus of St. Elizabeth's Hospital. It started about 4 o'clock today, billowing huge clouds of smoke into the air and even disrupting some metro bus routes in the area. D.C. Fire and EMS Chief John Donnelly said on Twitter that the structure is a large barn. A large part of the fire knocked down, but it's going to take us all night, the rest of the night, to go ahead and get this fire out, to get the scene secure and to make sure they were able to conduct the search to make sure everybody's out the building. The barn appeared to be vacant at the time of the blaze. Stay with WTOP for updates as we go through the evening. A child was killed in Howard County last night. And a very frightening crash, WTOP's Ann Kramer. Howard County police say the three-year-old was in a minivan that was hit from behind by a tractor trailer. It happened just after 6 o'clock Friday evening along northbound 29 near the exit for Route 40 in Ellicott City. That accident then caused another chain reaction, one involving two other cars. Six other people were injured and taken to the hospital, some with minor injuries, others with serious injuries. Investigators are working to figure out why the truck rear-ended the minivan. That stretch of Route 29 was closed for about five hours. Ann Kramer, WTOP News. A 29-year-old man was killed in Silver Spring early Friday, and detectives are looking for a suspect. Montgomery County say the man was shot and killed early Friday. Second District officers were called to the Summit Hills Apartments on 16th Street just after 3 a.m., where they found Nathaniel Potts suffering from a gunshot wound in the parking lot. He was pronounced dead at a nearby hospital, a reward of up to $10,000 being offered for any information leading to an arrest in that case. Fans of Team USA packing the sports bars this morning as the game as the team played. They're disappointed tonight in that 3-1 loss, but they're looking forward to the future. As the U.S. team scored its single goal, the crowd erupted into a deafening roar at the Astro Beer Hall. But fans sized up the 3-1 loss to the Dutch. We allowed them to get into the game too early. We missed the first chance. You know, the first goal we should have put away. We changed up our back line in the wrong way. Netherlands got a ton of wide-open shots. U.S. soccer fans say the team had a great run at the World Cup and hopes are high for the future. They've got four years to grow, four years to mature and, and understand how they need to work as a squad. When we host it, these guys are all more seasoned, they're more veterans, and they're better players. I think it'll be great. In downtown D.C., Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Cricket could soon become a big sport in our region. Discussions around building a facility are in the works tonight. Major League Cricket has received the go-ahead to begin working with George Mason University to study what it would take to bring a new multi purpose cricket and baseball facility to the school's Fairfax County campus. George Mason's president, Gregory Washington, says, quote, this opportunity would bring the second most popular global media sport to the greater D.C. area. He says it would also enhance the athletic experience for student athletes, alumni, and fans. The facility would be used for various events. Possible designs are now in the works. The goal is to have the facility operational by the summer of 2025. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather. We will look back at the life of singer Christine McVie, who sang lead, of course, on many of Fleetwood Mac's biggest hits. She died earlier this week. 907 now in Washington. The emotional and physical pain from missing or broken teeth is real. Find your smile again at the Cascade Center for Dental Health in Sterling with Cascades One, our revolutionary full-mouth implant system. Only with Cascades One can you get one doctor, one office, one price. And in as little as one day, you can get one custom smile that looks, feels, and functions just like healthy, natural teeth. Learn more at CascadesOne.com or call 866-25-SLEEP.
To get the most money for your home, do what I did. Start with something free. This is Dave Johnson. Start with Jennifer Young's Free Seller Seminar, Wednesday, December 7th at 6.30. Online at jenniferyounghomes.com, and that's how you reserve your spot at jenniferyounghomes.com. What updates the right ones for that best return? Maybe you need staging. Jennifer Young and her team will be with you every step of the way. And that first step, Jennifer Young's Free Seller Seminar, Wednesday, December 7th at 6.30, jenniferyounghomes.com. Keller Williams Realty, 703 Zero, zero. It's 908. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Over to Joe Fox in the WTOP Traffic Center. Kyle, as you make your way around the long oval ramp from the inner loop of the Capitol Beltway to Route 5, Branch Avenue southbound, don't do it because Route 5 is now closed southbound at between the Beltway and Allentown Road. You want to use the Allentown Road ramps to get you around that off of the Capitol Beltway right by the entrance water tower and then get the, that'll take you back to Route 5 southbound. But it looks like a pretty major crash there on Route 5 southbound just before Allentown Road. They are now, at least according to Maryland State Highways, blocking all lanes for the time being on Route 5 south of the Beltway. Route 4 Pennsylvania Avenue is moving okay. We do still have the crash on uh, Woodyard Road in between Dower House Road and Rosaryville Road. That looks uh, like they're alternating traffic through there. Again, no big sweat, but uh, it is there. Just don't uh, be caught off guard by it. The rest of the Capitol Beltway is moving well. No issues on 50 out to the Bay Bridge. Bay Bridge with wind warnings. uh, BW Parkway is looking pretty good, uh, including DC 295. No issues on 95 or 270. Over in Virginia, it looks like we are still working the crash uh, south of Alexandria on Route 1 in the Mount Vernon area at Fry Road. Use caution, follow police direction. Looks like the focus of those delays are southbound on Route 1. Northbound, you might just slow down to take a look. 95 is moving well. The earlier issues that we had with the holiday parade have at least cleared up on 395 in the southeast-southwest freeway. But Main Avenue and surrounding cross streets along the southwest waterfront still very much gridlocked as uh, folks are making their way around with the uh, boat parade and the holiday festivities there. 66 moving well out to Front Royal. No issues on the Dulles Toll Road either. Joe Fox, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4. Let's check in with Samara Theodore. Temperatures are headed into the low 30s overnight. Mostly clear. Really, really uh, dry out there in comparison to how we started. In fact, the weekend shapes up nicely. No more rain for the weekend. Plenty of sunshine on Sunday. Highs in the mid to upper 40s, noticeably cooler. Monday, low 50s, mostly sunny. Monday night, clouds start to move back in, and we're getting ready for a soggy week. Showers on Tuesday are likely. Highs on Tuesday in the low 50s, and rain sticks around through Wednesday with highs in the low 60s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. Right now, 55 degrees in Oxon Hill, 51 in Sterling, and 55 down along the waterfront at the wharf in D.C. The forecast is brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's now 910. A great singer and keyboardist from the rock pop music world of the 70s and 80s died this past week. Fleetwood Mac co-lead singer, keyboardist, and songwriter Christine McVie was 79 years old. Her family says she passed away peacefully at a hospital in the middle of past week after a short illness. Rolling Stone magazine contributing editor Anthony DeCurtis joined WTOP Sean Hillary to remember Christine McVie. I knew of Christine McVie well before she joined Fleetwood Mac. You know, she was... You know, a figure on the scene in England. She was in a blues band called Chicken Shack. She had 
earned a reputation very early as, you know, just a wonderful singer and a great keyboardist and pianist. You know, she's a little bit underrated in that regard. No one really thinks about her in that way. But so she had all of this talent. But then, of course, she joined Fleetwood Mac. You know, she wrote some early hits for them. And then, of course, when Lindsey Buckingham and... um you know, Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Yeah. Joined the group band. You know, they just exploded. And even at that point, you know, Christine McVie was at the very heart of the band. It was very interesting with the two female singers, very different styles, very different people. Evidently, you know, they were and remained good friends. And they were part of, and certainly Christine was part of, what made, you know, Fleetwood Mac such a special band. Now, what was so famous about Fleetwood Mac, aside from their massive hit repertoire, is the drama that surrounded the band, Stevie Nicks and Lindsey Buckingham and McFleetwood, and uh, even Christy McVie married to bassist John McVie, but she yes. seemed to be the most stable influence in that whole band. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it, you know, it's a kind of not a lot of competition in that regard, but <laughs> yes, she probably was. She was married to John McVie, as you pointed out, John McVie, of course, the Mac in Fleetwood Mac. And she was at the thick. You know, she was in the middle of all of that turmoil, you know, that created the Rumors album. You know, she had an affair with the band's lighting director, which created the song You Make Love and Fun, which evidently she, you know, to, to sort of conceal it and a little bit protect John's feelings, told him that it was about her dog. Very quickly before we go, is there a favorite song for you? Oh, well, I mean, I think the biggest one is is maybe the best one, which is Don't Stop Thinking About Tomorrow. Right. You know, I mean, that's among the legendary songs that she wrote. Over My Head, Say You Love Me, Tell Me Lies. But, you know, Don't Stop is huge. And, you know, there's a lot of meaning in that song. And I think it uh, it represents her very well. And the Clintons thank her for that too as well, right? right? Very true. Very true. It was a big song at that inauguration. Rolling Stone magazine contributing editor Anthony DeCurtis. 913, we'll check sports coming up next here on WTOP. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Maryland Army National Guard. Aired by the Maryland, D.C., Delaware Broadcasters Association. At this room in a kitchen cabinet and your pans fall out on the floor or reach for spices and everything falls out. Whether your kitchen needs a spruce up or a major remodel, a free consultation with an experienced designer at Cabinet Discounters will get you started. See photos of gorgeous kitchen and bath projects and find hours and locations of our seven showrooms at CabinetDiscounters.com. We have fantastic career opportunities for experienced kitchen designers. Check it out at cabinetdiscounters.com. Cabinet see smoke on the horizon you turn on wtop because wtop is first with the news when seconds count day or night our reporters are live on the scene when news happens we're here in delray breaking news from reston we're in hyattsville so whether it's a fire or some other breaking story you'll be up to date wtop news everything you need every time you listen 
Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 9-15, your update now. Frank Hanrahan. We got some uh, late-night hockey coming up. The Capitals, 10-11-4, visiting the Calgary Flames, 10-10-3. Just after 10 o'clock last time, these two teams met the Caps, 1-3-zip. That was the last time that they played. They Puck drops tonight just after 10 o'clock from Calgary. College football, wild day, of course. It always is on uh, title games and conferences. TCU upset in the Big 12 title game, 31-28 by Kansas State. So now TCU has got to see if it will still get into the college football playoffs with one loss. SEC title game, all Georgia wins the SEC, beats LSU 50-30. to Big 10 title game right now. It is a uh, close one between Michigan and Purdue. Of course, Michigan is number two in the uh, latest rankings, and they have a 14, excuse me, a 10-7 lead for Purdue over Michigan early in the uh, second quarter. ACC title game. Also second quarter, North Carolina leading Clemson. Excuse me, Clemson leading North Carolina 14-7. to World Cup round of 16, United States falls to the Netherlands 3-1. to So the Dutch will move on to face Argentina, who knocked out Australia. Tomorrow, England, Senegal, France, and Poland all square off. College hoops, winners locally included Virginia over Florida State. But these locals all lost Georgetown, Navy, and Howard. George Mason was a winner, beating Toledo 80-73. Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. All right, Frank, thanks so much. It's now 9-16. James Michael Grant. You may know that name. Maybe you don't, but you will. When I tell you about this, you remember this story. He spent 15 hours in the Gulf of Mexico. He was aboard that Carnival cruise ship with his family for the Thanksgiving holiday about 11 o'clock on the day before Thanksgiving. Grimes, who was at the bar with his sister, went to the restroom and somehow fell overboard right into the ocean. He told ABC News in an exclusive interview at one point something in the water approached him. And I seen it out the corner of my eye. And it came up on me really quick, and I went under, and I could see it, and it wasn't a shark, I don't believe, but it had more like a flat mouth, and it came up and bumped one of my legs, and I kicked it with the other leg. It scared me, not knowing what it was. Yeah, I bet it scared you. Grimes tells CNN he now plans to travel to New Orleans to meet the Coast Guard crew that saved him and adds that he's not ruling out any future cruise ship vacations. I might. I don't know about that. Coming up on WTOP After Traffic and Weather, the top stories that we're following for you tonight. World Cup mania for the U.S. is over. The USA played really well. The men's team lost to the Netherlands this morning 3-1. to one. More than 1 million people have already voted early in Georgia's Senate runoff election. That dramatic and expensive race comes to an end on Tuesday. Stay with WTOP for more on these top stories in just minutes. 918 traffic and weather on the 8s. And here's Joe Fox in the WTOP Traffic Center. Kyle, the biggest issue in the region continues to be Branch Avenue southbound, leaving the Capitol Beltway as you head down towards Joint, joint Base Andrews. Crash is taking away all of the lanes. You might be able to exit onto the uh, surface streets at uh, Linda Lane there, but not guaranteed. So uh, we don't have a camera there, unfortunately. But if you do see anything, 1 304 WTOP, we'd love to hear from you. But bottom line is all lanes are blocked on southbound Branch Avenue, leaving the Beltway headed towards Allentown Road. If you take the Allentown Road ramps off of the Beltway, you will get on to Branch Avenue after any crash activity, and that will get you around the delay. We are still working another issue on Woodyard Road that's in between Dower House and Rosereville Road on the other side of Joint Base Andrews. Traffic is alternating around that crash. Follow police direction. Elsewhere, Route 4, Route 5, otherwise, are moving well, as is 301. 
Route 50 out to the Bay Bridge moving pretty well. We do have a report of a crash on Route 1 in Laurel. This is going to be near Whiskey Bottom Road. Follow police direction. Folks, uh, the authorities should be just on their way out to that one. 95 is moving well in between the beltways. No issues on 270. The Capitol Beltway is moving well. Again, you do want to use caution. It looks like we are starting to see some backup on the outer loop. Uh, leaving St. Barnabas Road towards Branch Avenue, and that's just because folks are stacked up on the ramp. But elsewhere, the rest of the Beltway is moving well. The Potomac River crossings are in good shape, including the 14th Street Bridge. Southwest D.C. still very much jammed uh, with the rest of the Holiday Boat Parade and any other festivities around the southwest waterfront. I would not suggest driving in that area the remainder of the evening just because of the crowds down there. 95 is moving well all the way down to Fredericksburg and Richmond. No issues on 66 and no issues on the Dulles Toll Road or any other of the big roads in Virginia. Joe Fox, WTOP Traffic. Mount of Storm Team 4, let's check in with Samara Theodore. Temperatures are headed into the low 30s on your Saturday night. We are mostly clear. Temperatures tomorrow will be in the upper 40s. Plenty of sunshine for Sunday. Monday, mostly sunny with highs in the low 50s. Monday night, we are tracking a chance for showers. Tuesday, highs in the low 50s with lots of rain. Wednesday, more showers with highs in the low 60s. So a bit of a warming trend through the middle of the week, but the rain stays relatively stagnant with more rain chances on Thursday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. Temperatures around Washington this evening. We've got 55 DuPont Circle, 47 in Germantown, 55 tonight. In Annandale, the forecast brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted, same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, a man points a gun at another driver on a busy highway. It's 920. Need the top news, traffic, and weather on the go? Get it all on the free WTOP app. WTOP goes wherever you go, so you never miss a moment. Available on both Apple and Android. Download it for free today. I am Steve Cohn, head of communications at Capital Caring Health. Most families in the DMV and elsewhere must cope with a loved one suffering from dementia, including Alzheimer's. For the holidays and beyond, We want to provide a companion, robotic, dog, or cat for every dementia sufferer. It's been proven again and again of the personality transformation of putting a robotic pet in the hands of a loved one devastated by Alzheimer's and related disorders, from confused and agitated to calm and happily engaged with their pet friend. Often, medications can be reduced as well. To provide a companion robotic pet for a loved one or close friend here or anywhere nationwide, Visit CapitalCaring.org slash Companion Pets. That's CapitalCaring.org slash Companion Pets. You can bring joy today to an otherwise joyless life. Thank you, and best wishes from all of us at Capital Caring Health. Join us at the Mervis Diamond Trunk Show this weekend and take advantage of huge reductions. We have millions of dollars of the finest diamonds looking for a new home, yours. Mervis Jewelry has no limits. Meet the designers in person and see all the latest styles. Don't miss the Mervis Diamond Trunk Show. The savings on diamonds, rings, ear studs and more will blow your mind. The Mervis Trunk Show is on this weekend in Tyson's only. Register at MervisDiamonds.com or call 1-800-HER-LOVE. The heart-pounding mystery, the Pulitzer Prize-winning drama, the Tony Award winner for Broadway's best revival of a play, A Soldier's Play. In 1944, on a Louisiana Army base, a black sergeant is murdered, triggering a gripping barrage of questions about sacrifice, service, and identity in America. Norm Lewis stars in A Soldier's Play, directed by Kenny Leon and written by Charles Fuller, in the Kennedy Center Eisenhower Theater, December 13th to January 8th. Tickets at kennedy-center.org. This is 
WTOP News. 923, we've seen Confederate statues across Virginia be taken down over the past couple of years. But in one county, leaders are working to stop that from happening. The situation is playing out in Matthews County, Virginia, which is north of Newport News. The County Board of Supervisors is taking an unusual step planning to protect a Confederate statue by transferring the public land it's on to a private group in an effort to prevent residents from taking the statue down. It's stirring up controversy, and the board has heard negative public comments. Does that fall under fiscal responsibility? How about social responsibility? What you are proposing does not follow logic or law. Shame. It's led the local chapter of the NAACP to threaten a lawsuit over any effort to transfer the property. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. The police force of a large town in our area is in an embarrassing spot tonight. It's lost its accreditation. The Leesburg Police Department lost its accreditation this week after failing to meet four of the required 191 standards. The standards in question include failure to conduct timely audits, updating policy language pertaining to property audits, and requalification of officers to use less lethal shotguns. Accreditation is done every four years. It's conducted by the Virginia Law Enforcement Standards Commission, which includes many current and former police officers. In a news release, the police department calls the issue administrative errors and says this does not impact its day-to-day operations. A man says another driver pointed a gun at him while he drove on 340 Route 15 near Mount Zion Road in Frederick, Maryland. State police say a man noticed he was being tailgated yesterday afternoon by a guy driving a red Volvo. The Volvo driver then passed, rolled down his window, and pointed a large handgun toward the other driver. If you happen to see this incident, Maryland State Police would love to talk to you about it. It's now 925. Money News at 25 and 55 on WTOP. Here's Ann Cates. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Just how many Mr. Moms are out there? Bloomberg reporter Jordan Yado says the federal government takes one approach to determine how many men stay home and take care of their families full time by looking at husbands in opposite sex marriages with children under the age of 18 and whose wives have a job or are looking for work. According to that somewhat narrow definition, there were 239,000 stay-at-home fathers this year, representing five percent of all stay-at-home parents. That might sound small, but it's up from just about 1% in the mid-90s. Yado says another calculation includes any father of a child under 18 who is not working, regardless of marital status, plus men in same-sex relationships. And when you look at the data more broadly, this is something the Pew Research Center has done. The number is as high as 2 million, accounting for almost 20% of stay-at-home parents. So, you know, there are different ways of looking at the data. No matter how you slice it, though, we see these numbers are increasing. From the Bloomberg Newsroom... I'm Ann Cates on WTLP. Coming up after traffic and weather, a record number of votes already cast in the Georgia Senate runoff. We will have the very latest. It's now 926. We're in the community. Maryland says one person capital hit. Bringing you the news that shapes our region. Listen to WTOP on air on the WTOP app and on Alexa. Washington's top news. Constantly updated 24-7, 365. Every success you've had began with a great opportunity. Now, there's another one. Last year, University of Maryland Global Campus awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Now's the perfect time to make your next career move. Learn more at UMGC. 
When it comes to music, you can't beat live. Vivid Seats has concert tickets for all your favorite artists at great prices and all with a 100% buyer guarantee. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app and use 10 Concert for $10 off your first $100 purchase.